Welcome to Philly Sportscast with your hosts, Derek, Dave, and E-Money. In the house. Gentlemen, how are you? Fantastic. Doing Fantastic. Great. You making it through the lull period in the sports? Oh, dude, NHL trade deadline. There's no lull yeah, right now. Yeah, what do you now? think about the Flyers' last-minute moves? I'll bring in another big defenseman. Stupid, uh, stupid, stupid. I didn't think they needed another big defenseman. Does anybody need a big defenseman? With the, uh... Right now, no. How do you pronounce his name? Dennis Gauthier? You're asking me? Yeah, <laughs> From the Phoenix Coyotes. Gauthier. For a second-round pick, I believe? Uh, no, they traded from Josh uh, Gratton. Came up a couple times this year. And then two draft picks. Wow, is that good? Uh, he had a lot of potential when he came in. Potential? Yeah. So they're ho- hoping for that. But he's going to be an unrestricted free agent at the end of the year. So if he does play well, we're probably going to oh, lose we'll him anyhow. Some, get some, uh, yeah. Hard checker. Yeah, but that, that's what Hatcher is, and that's what Rathji is. I mean, it's good that they have a defenseman because last week when we talked about it, we were talking about uh, Randy Jones, how he should not be on the yes, defense Randy Jones after that pass. After the pass, did you see yes, the pass? I agree. That, it was funny last night watching the game. It was Wednesday night's game. He's going in front of the net, like skating backwards. Does it behind the back pass again? Thank God there's nobody there. Oh, he didn't do that. Oh, he did it a couple of times. Did they take him out for the rest of the game? No, because Hatcher actually got hurt last oh, night. Did he? Yeah, hurt he did. his knee. So. He did. That's why they're definitely they were looking for bodies just on defense. That's cool. So we'll, yeah, we'll have to see how that goes. I mean, yeah. hey, hey. Nidamaki played great. They pulled that win out with point six seconds left. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Throwing the incredible. Uh, throwing what, that puck right in there. Yeah. What about um, not being able to get Recky? You think that they should have got him? I thought it would have been nice. But how many times can you really go to the Recky well? Once is. You know, always nice. Twice is fine. Three times it doesn't just yeah, it doesn't seem like three times right. would be the charm. Clark said he went after him, but uh, just Carolina threw but, too much out. They threw a lot out. Pittsburgh? Carolina made a, a nice trade to get Dougie Wade earlier. Now they got Recky coming in. It's going to help him out a lot. Yeah, you got to watch you, out for Carolina. No kidding, man. They're really stocking up. Oh, they look real good out there. Yep. I guess uh, one team you really got to watch. I think. I agree with you, money. But, yeah, there's – I mean, the Senators are still going to be well. Ottawa, you got to look out for yep. Ottawa, too. I was just going to say that. It's going to be nice. Now that the team can kind of gel, mm-hmm. hopefully the injuries, you start getting the key players back. I mean, every team – that's Carolina lost Eric Cole the other night. Did they? Yeah, that's – I'm trying to think who hit him. Guy came from behind and just railroaded him into the boards. Mm. Right, head first. So, he's, a, yeah, Cole played in the Olympics, did real well this year. He's looking real good. He's out, so they definitely had to make a move for another offensive player. Okay. So Carolina did the right thing, but hopefully it's still the Flyers' year. Hopefully it is hopefully the Flyers' is. year. I agree with you there. Um, Eagles making some moves. Shawnee B. Yes. What's up? John Barber's back. How many games did he play last year? Does anyone oh, know? I don't know. He played no. a total of 11 in two years. Right. That's, I, yeah. I thought this he might have played. He problems. Too. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't I really don't, don't know what they're it. thinking. I don't either. Um, it's low money. Lavar never Ar- spend the money. Lavar Arrington said that he only wants to play for the Eagles or the Giants, so the potential's there for them to get Lavar Arrington, which would be nice, I think. And they're going to sign Jeff Garcia. Are they going to sign? Yeah, yep. they need a backup. So they're going to let go Detmer. I don't know who they're going to get rid of. Sure get- yeah, they said they were going to let go both of them. Well, that would be great, I think. And Garcia is going to be your new backup. That's fine. I agree with you. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Anything's on, uh, better than Mike McMahon. Yeah, that's the truth. 
Anybody is better. Anybody's better than Mike McMahon. I totally agree with you. Any word on a wide receiver? Anything about Molds? Randall L? You know, that Eric Molds, is that just what we concocted in the air? I mean, are they really looking at him? Or well, what's going on with that? During the year, he kind of pulled the whole T.O., yelled at the offensive oh, coordinator. Oh, I remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were saying they wanted to get rid of him and all that. So I don't know if it just ever, the media kind of ran with it saying, you know, well, maybe. if he's having problems... He's gonna get. He's gonna be gone. We'll take him. Right. Yeah, I mean, we'll take him, but I don't even know if they're looking going after right. him. I don't know. Like, I don't know because we keep everybody keeps talking about Eric Molds. Well, everybody can talk about Eric Molds all they want. Right. Are the Eagles talking about Eric Molds? You know, we don't know. We just don't know. So we'll and that's see. Oh, well, Pinky will be back. Not that that's gonna be anything great, but I hope he breaks his other. <laughs> well, we're gonna need someone out there with Reggie Brown. I think he's horrible. Come on. He's not really that bad. He doesn't score touchdowns. He never catches a touchdown. That's true. I want stats because he does not catch them. Right. Believe me, he's been in my fantasy. I know. (laughs) Is Runyon out of here? No word. No word. Um, What about Willie McGinnis getting released? I saw that. Wow. uh, Casualty there. Yep, yep. He's going delirious. Anything you guys want to say about the current situation in Philly sports? Uh, well, the Sixers aren't doing good, but I don't even want to go there because they've never done good all year. Let's not even say a word. Derek, please don't say anything. I'm not going to. Um, you Flyers, know how I feel about the, the Flyers are coming into the spring. It's going to be very nice this weekend. We're all going to be having spring fever, and that means the Phillies got the Flyers have to step it up, and there's no turning back, and let's go fly, boys. That's all i got to say. Isn't it interesting how your tone would be so totally different about the Flyers if they don't score that that goal with three seconds left in the well, game? The no, no, no. I don't, point three seconds? Point six. Point six uh, seconds. No. What if they would have lost that game, too? Because they oh, should have lost. Yeah. Oh, well, they should. it's not that they should have lost. They had a five-on-three for like three and a half minutes. The Flyers didn't let... Carolina scored. They played great on defense. They were looking good. Nidamaki was just incredible. They just weren't scoring. Why won't Hitchcock name him the starting goalie? I think he's going to he's going to name one of the two now after the trade deadline. No one got traded. He's going to have to say, "Hey, listen, we got twenty games to go before the playoffs. You guys are going to have ten games right now to prove it." After yeah, we that, we don't need a controversy. Yeah, going after that, the when there's ten games left, out of the next five, whoever's the hottest goaltender. That's who we're going to start. When was the last time you remember the Flyers having a true number one goalie? Yes, that's Probably a great Van Beesbrook. question. Yeah, when we got Van Beesbrook, that's way back. That's in the a day. long time yes. ago. That's like ninety four, five. Now that was because Lindros was here. Was that could have been like ninety six, ninety eight in that area? Yeah, yeah. But even wow. that was a controversy. One playoff year, and then well, that was the following year. That's when uh, Brian Boucher Boucher came, uh, in. right? And that was like that was horrible. And that was the first question by. Uh, by the media, after every well, who's going to be the goalie? You know the next yeah. game. Well, who, well, Jesus God! I know you. It doesn't work. It just really doesn't work. No, for it the doesn't. Flyers. No, it doesn't. And I will say that I, unless you guys have some reason to disagree with me, Hitchcock, if not the best coach in the league, one of the best coaches in the league. One of. So don't you think he would approach this differently from an experience standpoint? That's watching Andy Reid coach. You just see coaches make these kind of crazy moves. That's I don't know what's going in Hitchcock's head. If he knows right. what he's doing, he won a Stanley Cup before. Who was his goalie when he won a cup? Belfour. Okay, well, that dude was pretty good. Right. But, yeah, you think Hitchcock would change the way. He would say, listen, okay, we're going to put a number one goaltender. This is our number one. But Do you anticipate him doing that? Not not at least in the next ten games. And they only have 20 left. 20 left, yeah. That's right. I'm assuming he's going to say, okay, they're each going to play five of the next ten. The hottest goaltender then will take the last ten. 
And that's who our starting goaltender will be. Okay, so today was the hockey trading deadline. It's also midnight tonight is going to be the unofficial start of NFL free agency. Woo-hoo! What do you What do you guys foresee uh, next next week? I think the Eagles will sign um, F. Garcia right off the bat, and then potentially Arrington. Okay, all right. You see anything else? Hopefully, I mean, Hopefully either you got to keep Runyon or replace Runyon. You're gonna have to look for that, and then a wide receiver. Wide receiver is gonna be tough, though. Now, what's gonna happen with To? To 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 goodbye to goodbye. I really, truly, for the sake of pure entertainment, hope he becomes a Dallas Cowboy. <laughs> That'd be great. It would be great. And watch the Cowboys. I can't even say it. I can't even stomach it. Well, you know, it'd be great is because they, he will have to play here. Yes, yes, every year and he that has would to be come good. here. That'd be great for him too. He'd get off on that. Yeah, he loves he loves that stuff. He does. Watch the D batteries. Battery to the head. <laughs> Watch the D batteries. Okay, so that's pretty much it. Uh, we we saw the U.S. lose to Canada last night. Very nice. Chase Utley thought he hit a ding-dong. Got those arms, arms up, up in the, the air. air. And just got – the dude made an amazing catch. So that he did. The guy was on fire last night in center field for Canada. That's They're talking about – they want to make this a every four-year event. Okay. Big thing. But that's – you're going to need some upsets. You're going to need – like everyone's thinking, oh, USA, Dominican Republic, right. they're going to be the ones winning. You need an upset. You're going to need like someone like Canada to come through and maybe knock off one of these big boys. and For rating's sake? Well, for rating's sake and just because – just thinking next four years you go, do I want to watch it again? It's going to be USA, That's... the Dominicans again, or the Cubans. Why even watch it? So I, I think they're going to need something like that, need teams to step up and make those big uh, – Upsets every four years, huh? And just think though, the movies they can make, Miracle <laughs> on the Diamond. <laughs> oh yeah, hey, Disney don't, can don't make... this baseball movies. They're the best ones out there. Disney could make a great movie about they are, it. They are the best ones out there, no doubt about that. What about Barry Bonds, guys? Just prove it, or just, just do anything to think that he's guilty <laughs> of steroid use. What exactly is going on with that? Two uh, guys did... are coming out with a book, right? And uh, they said that he do- he did use steroids and all that. Didn't they say that? Major League Baseball promoted him to use him? Uh, they said that, first of all, he was angry that Mark McGuire was getting all the attention that he did when he hit his 70 home runs. And then they said that baseball turned a blind eye to him blowing up like a balloon because he's Barry Bonds. And that and Stephen A. Smith wrote something today, like the hypocrisy of being Barry Bonds. And that, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that Barry Bonds was um, not at fault for this and that you know you have to look at Mark McGuire and Kind of ridiculous. Let me let me read you a couple of excerpts from Stephen A. Smith. Oh, please article. don't. <laughs> Nails on a chalkboard. You have to scream thing. it though. Yeah, oh yeah, there's ex- <laughs> there's exclamation points. Uh, in yeah, here, you so can't. You I'll, can't I'll just, really. I'll do my best, at Stephen A. Smith. Here you go. While it may seem blasphemous or downright stupid to use "victim" and "bonds" in the same sentence, all one needs to do is read excerpts from the book "Game of Shadow" in the March 13th edition of Sports Illustrated. You will find all the information needed about his mistress, Kimberly Bell, who somehow is capable of corroborating his mood swings to his use of everything from insulin to human growth hormone to testosterone that decanonate. You'll also find the name of Mark McGuire. Yes, folks! (laughs) (laughs) He still matters in this deal, regardless of how anybody wants to feel about it. 
I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, just stop. Well, yeah, I'm going to stop, but that's the yes, folks. He has to use an exclamation yes, point fo- in a column. Yeah, so you is- have to know he's screaming. Right. He, it- he simply... I can see him typing it. Yeah. Screaming. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not like the guy can write an article. He has to be like he's on television. Right. And if anybody knows out there, you know, if they're like you know, on the Stephen West Coast. Smith. Uh, quite know. frankly. Quite frankly. Does he still have that show? Yeah, but it got bumped. It's like uh, one at 2 o'clock in the morning. Good. It's on right after the uh, World Baseball Classic. Quite frankly, Bonds got shafted. Quite frankly, the hypocrisy of Barry Bonds. He's just like O.J. Simpson. Oh, that's, I have to read you that part. How about he's just like O.J. Simpson? You know it's hard out here for Peel. Sit around and convict Bonds, Stephen A. Smith writes. Lament his trifling ways. Exercate such big words. In trifling ways and exercate him at will. But don't forget to delve deeper, especially since we do it with real criminals in our society. In Bonds' eyes, McGuire started this mess. Not because he cheated, but because he was celebrated for it. <laughs> if those are the same people sharpening their arrows... Who would you consider to be the hypocrite? Especially if you were Bonds. Exclamation point! In all likelihood, Bonds is guilty. He's the O.J. Simpson of this whole steroid scandal. Guilty simply because the evidence is too insurmountable to surmise otherwise. When it's documented that you have used Clomid, essentially a fertility drug purportedly used for natural testosterone production by steroid users. The late Johnny Cochran couldn't help you in my jury. And you can all, you can get the whole article on the Sports Reader, right, Dave? Yes. Well, you can get it in the Philly, philly.com, but you can get easy access to it from the Sports Reader. But Stephen A. Smith, I think, is way off base here. He really is. He really is. Barry Bonds was jealous of Mark McGuire, and he – Mark McGuire is white. There's no denying that. He could be the whitest white dude on earth. But Barry Bonds – he firmly believed that baseball wouldn't allow Sammy Sosa to get the record. Not the fact that Sosa didn't hit as many home runs as Bonds. Not the fact that he physically didn't do it. But Barry Bonds suggested that baseball wouldn't allow uh, Sosa to do, have the home run record because he was black. So well, who he, has the home run record now? Barry Bonds. But who has the all-time home run record? Hank Aaron. Right. Right. Why did they, they should have put oh, an no. asterisk next That's, to that? I, well, I totally for agree. For a black guy and for oh, a white exactly. guy. No. Oh, oh, not according right. to Barry Bonds. So, a, Barry, like so according to Stephen A. Smith, we shouldn't forget that Mark McGuire started this whole mess. Mess. And then Barry Bonds, regardless of Mark McGuire's color, said, I want to be the best. I want to be celebrated. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to balloon myself, and, and which I firmly believe eventually, eventually kill himself. To be celebrated like Mark Wire. He started taking steroids, allegedly, before this whole home run thing came up. Just not injecting. Right, not injecting. Who knows? I mean, maybe they were injecting. Maybe they were just shooting. The cream in the clear. (laughs) And also, Stephen Smith goes, Stephen A. Smith goes this way. Which seems to be the tone of his articles recently. If you re-go back a couple, even months. Many black folks believe what Bonds believes, that if he wasn't on the brink of eclipsing the great Babe Ruth's number two spot among all-time home run leaders, there may not have been a Balco investigation, constant leaking of grand jury testimony, or something tantamount to a witch hunt against the guy who continues to play baseball with impunity everywhere but the court of public opinion. Guys, you make a great point. Stephen A. Smith is crowing about the number two man in baseball. Yep. Who's the number one man? Hank Aaron. Hammer and Hank. 
What color is Hammerman Hank? He's a black man, Thank an African American. Why does Stephen A. Smith write write about that? He's only <laughs> concerned about the number two guy. Yeah. So the baseball doesn't want to let um, Barry Bonds pass the number two guy now because he's black. Right. But now when he passes the number two guy, if Bonds does it, if he crawls out of his hole and starts playing baseball instead of being such a prick, he's going to be um, – Babe Ruth's going to be the number three guy and he's going to be the number two guy. And then eventually, if he passes Hank Aaron, then Hank Aaron's going to be the number two guy. So what happens? So is the next black player that can possibly break these records, baseball's not allowed to let them break the number three guy's record? They're going to be mad about it. Yeah, they are, aren't they? You have to stop that. How ridiculous is this article? We know Stephen A. Smith from reading his articles all the time. Exactly. It doesn't surprise me. No, not at all. But why can't, how does the Inquirer let this happen? And why, how can this guy get it? Sells the paper. It sells the paper. This guy sells the paper. He's got his own show. Yeah. Can't give him. Can't not take away. His Dude, he's nationwide. But do you sound? Do you do you listen to how ridiculous it sounds? Oh, that he's concerned I don't about like Stephen A. Smith. That, that Barry Bonds is so super hyped that they won't let him beat the number two guy. Isn't that insane? It's insane. I not. I'm going to just sound like a racist talking about this. I don't even want to get you're into. Not, you're not. I don't think. Uh, I don't think you well, sound no, like a racist. I just think. No. We're not ra- we're not we're not racist men sitting here. We're three white men, but we're not racist but by no, any stretch of the imagination. Right, but that's he's if you think of Stephen A. Smith, okay, when they did when he was on T V they did old school, spelled normal, new school, N U S K O O L. Right. Well, when you're just, talking. Yeah, that's just ESPN being right. idiots. That's but they're playing up his blackness. He's hitting the African American, he's hitting the black population. This is what they want to read. They want to hear how he was held back because Mark McGuire was so the man taking everything. The he took yeah. over everything. Yeah. So he was jealous. So he. So a grown man was jealous, and he started shooting himself with steroids, harmful, harmful steroids. And now we're supposed to believe that because Mark McGuire was white, and he got the recognition for himself shooting steroids, that we're supposed to believe that it was okay for Barry Bonds to do it. And now it's okay because Barry Bonds doesn't believe that baseball is going to let him, or what Stephen A. Smith writes, black, many black folks believe what Bonds believes, that if, it wasn't, if he wasn't on the brink of eclipsing the great Babe Ruth number two spot among all-time home run leaders, there may not have been a Balco investigation. Do you have any idea how insane that is? Ooh, think of all the names that came with Balco. Do you have any idea? Number two doesn't mean anything. Not anymore. It doesn't mean yeah. anything. And, you know, the books that came out. You got, you know, that's what started the whole investigation. He's number two. Book, Hank know. Aaron is number one. So you're telling me there wouldn't be a, bank, a Balco investigation if Hank Aaron was number two and Babe Ruth was number one? Just think, if McGuire came out. It doesn't make any sense, man. If McGuire was still playing, he had the chance to beat Hank Aaron. And maybe there's a, he tested positive for steroids, but he was still playing. Is he saying, oh, the MLB is just going to swipe that underneath the, the rug? We're going to have a white man take over Hank's record now. So let's not worry about it. We'll just push him past. That's what he might even be saying that. Saying if it was a white man taking over Hank's, they just published, I just, hey, let's go. I think white people are doing it. Let's not worry about steroids. Regardless of race, I think Stephen A. Smith is just cheap. He just really just goes for the white and black of every single oh. article. I mean, what, recently he wrote an article about um, Mo Cheeks isn't being black enough, or because he's black, he can't yell at his players. Really? Just ridiculous stuff. That's just not his style, though. That's not no, Mo it's not Mo Cheeks' style. style, regardless of That's color. It's not his yeah. coaching style. Regardless of color. It makes no difference. 
Sure, glad Stephen, Stephen A. Smith a, is a glad you watched uh, Mo Cheeks play. He's a hack. He's a total hack. Play basketball here, assistant coach here, coach up in Portland. Right. See what kind of person he is. Just not even worth it. Okay, moving on. How the hell did he get his own show? Oh, because he talks mm. really loud. Well, because and he's he new school. Mm. We gotta start getting. And the Enquirer is writing all these good articles about his show. Like, it's really cool that a columnist of ours has it. His Ooh, own right show. about Jason right, Stark. Right, right before his right before his show was about to go on. No, Jason Stark, regardless of color again, Jason Stark doesn't scream and yell in the microphone. Right, that's what I'm saying. Right about Jason yeah, Stark. Yeah, right about quality yeah. writing. Uh, uh, Stephen A. Smith is a detriment to the Enquirer, as far as I'm concerned. Okay, back to – I'm just glancing down the sports reader, and I want to show – talk about a new addition to the sports reader, which is Philly Sportsnet. Philly Sportsnet is a local blog. Welcome to the Sports Reader. Yeah, welcome to the Sports Reader. Kyle Garris wrote an article entitled The Top 10 Philadelphia Athletes of All Time. Okay. So let's talk about these. Yeah, and we'll see if maybe he missed anything or see if he got them all right. Probably not in the right order as far as our opinions are concerned, but let's see see if he got everybody. Or if he missed anybody. Get it? Got it. Good. (laughs) Okay, let's start off with his opening paragraph. The city of Philadelphia has a great history in sports and has seen many great athletes come into town. All four teams have had their fair share of truly dominant players. I decided to compile a list of what I thought to be the top 10 best athletes that played for a Philadelphia team at some point during their career. The honorable mention list. Here we go. Tug McGraw, Pete Rose, Richie Ashburn, Harold Carmichael, Tommy McDonald, Mo Cheeks, Andrew Tony. Matt Geiger, oops, that was a typo. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny, guy. Ron Hextall and Ron Jaworski. Now, I can already say that I disagree with his premise and his honorable mention list for the Pete Rose because he said the top 10 athletes that played in Philadelphia at one point, not necessarily what they did in Philadelphia, even okay. though Pete Rose brought the only World Series right, championship. Exactly. But I don't, he was probably the best baseball player to ever come through here. Mike Schmidt. God bless his soul. I love him to death. But Pete Rose. All-time hit king. Yeah, it's the all-time hit king in baseball, man. It's, it really doesn't get any much better than that. But let's go down this top ten. What do you guys think? Um, number ten, Charles Barkley. Uh, sure, yeah. Barkley's a yeah, great, great sixer. That he is. I mean, outspoken. But the dude could rebound. He could put up points. When he got traded for Jeff Hornacek and... Like Tim Perry and three other no names, yeah. everybody was up in arms. It was awful. He didn't want to be here. Incredible player. Well, I don't remember the stink though. Was there a lot of uh, everybody freak out, or were they just like yeah, well, get rid of him? Just, well, no, well, they wanted to get rid of him, but when they brought in Hornacek and Perry and like right two other no names, people were like, "We just gave up one of the best rebounders of all time." Turned out to be one of the top fifty best basketball players of all time. For he averaged, nothing, averaged twenty two points and eleven rebounds during his career. That's pretty. Damn good. Pretty damn good. Double-double average. It's awesome. It's a Hall of Famer. That it is. Number nine, Bobby Clark. Should be higher. I agree with that. I agree with that. He brought multiple Stanley Cup championships to the Flyers, and he's also, regardless of what the mistakes that he makes in the front office or what your opinion about him, he's always trying very hard to get a winner in his town. That he is. He bleeds orange and black. When people think of the Flyers, that's who they think of. They think Bobby Clark. They do. You think the last time Stanley Cup, you see him holding the cup, no teeth in front, has that little smile. 
Yeah. That's flyers that right there. Your should be higher. Exactly. Yep. Um, number eight, Moses Malone. Malone played, played here, what, a year and a half, two years? Yeah, but when they came, when he when came he, in, he won a championship. That they did. They did win a championship. When I think of the best Philly sports players, I think of the players that were here like the longest that are true Philly sports icons. Right. I agree. And I don't consider Moses Malone a truly Philly sports icon. Right. Great basketball player, top 50. Right. No questions but about that's it. But that's what I'm trying to argue with it about. You put Moses Malone on this list. You got to put Pete Rose. You have to Pete put Pete Rose. Pete Rose has to be two or three. He, I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. Um, number seven, Steve Carlton. Quick stat for you guys that he points out. In 1972, Steve Carlton won 27 games pitching for the Phillies. And what did they win, like 42 games that year or They something? won 59 games all season. God damn. He was responsible for 46% of their wins. God bless him. Almost half their wins. I would put Steve Carlton much higher than number seven. Oh, yeah. He was a four-time Cy Young winner, Cy Young Award winner, just the most dominant left-handed pitcher I'd probably in have baseball him in the top in the five, yeah. Awesome. I'm sorry, in the 70s and 80s. Lefty is incredible. Number six, Chuck Begnera. Ooh. Now, Chucky B. Honestly, the only problem I have with Chucky B, never got to see him play. Right. No. So. That's true. For me to put him in my top ten, I really wouldn't be able to. But number six and Charles Barkley number ten. You're saying? I'm saying Barkley should be a little higher than that. Well, that's yeah. I mean, if I wrote a list, Chuck B wouldn't be on mine at all. Like, okay, he's infamous for the hit. Right. That's all I think about is the hit, which is an amazing hit. I mean, he kicks his. Frank Giver's ass. Oh, he did. Well, and he also ways. played offense and defense. So, you know, it's amazing to me how you guys don't understand the, probably the big, biggest reason why he's on this list. Chuck Bednarik was the cornerstone, besides Tommy McDonald, of the Eagles' only championship right. team. Okay, yeah. All no, right. that's huge, man. The Eagles don't win, have not won a Super Bowl. They won an NFL championship beating the Green Bay Packers. You know that's great. You still know, wasn't a Super Bowl. It, do, no it one, doesn't. No man, one cares still about a championship. That. You see, why don't they care? Because Super Bowl is what you care about. Well, you, I understand that. But back then, there was only this was the championship, and they back beat then. the Packers. And I'm not taking anything away from, but I'm just talking about his numbers. But I don't number understand. six. That's all I'm saying. I understand that, but I don't understand how you can say he wouldn't be on your list. Because I, I never got to see him play. Just like if someone played for the Philly Firebirds back in. Mm. No, so he would be, I, he would I, I'm be not understanding list. the correlation because he brought a championship to this team. Dude, I never saw him play. I can't say how good he was. I can tell you his stats, yeah. Well, but, stats mean a lot, don't you think? For people that I got to see play, yeah. Well, I never saw Steve Carlton play. Oh, I did. Well, Sorry to hear that, pal. Youngster. But he wouldn't be at, you know, I know Steve Carlton. He wouldn't be at number seven. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. I'm not, the, the list is, isn't as tight as it should be. I agree. Let's move on. Number five. Julius Irving, number five. I have a much higher. Much, Jesus much, Christ. much higher. Yes. It's the doctor. It is the doc. Julius averaged 22 points a game and helped the Sixers make four NBA final appearances. He punched the bird, man. Right in the he neck. He punched Larry he Bird right in the neck. That was a great fight. Malone was holding him. Yes, he was. Very nice. Malone <laughs> was good for something here. But I don't understand how you can put Julius Irving number five. I mean, maybe uh, Kyle isn't such a Sixers fan or I, – I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't necessarily know Kyle's background, but his list is convoluted. And we're going to take these names and make our own list at the end of, after we're done reading this. And anyone can jump onto the forums or, or on the comments of the site. 
and write their top ten also. Feel free. Top five, whatever you'd like to write. Number four, Dave, I'm going to leave this up to you, Bernie Perrant. I'm surprised Perrant is over Clark because Clark is the face of the Flyers. Right. Perrant was great. He was the goaltender of the two Stanley Cubs, played in the fog game when you couldn't see the ice at all, and he was making saves. Credible player, but still, he's not the face of the Flyers. Could I, I'm going to read you what Kyle wrote about uh, Bernie Perron. Please do. I'd which like makes a really him. great argument why he is number four. Unquestionably, Bernie Perron was the best goaltender to ever play for the Flyers. Agree? Agree. He is also considered to be one of the best goaltenders in NHL history. Perron is the Flyers' all-time leader with 232 wins, 50 shutouts, and a 2.42 goals against average. Incredible. Incredible. Thanks to his excellent goaltending, the Flyers won two Stanley Cups. Yes. So I can see him being at number four, even mm. above Clark, because without Perron, you don't win those Cups, do you? Probably not. But Clark was the leader of the team. He was the heart and soul of that team. He drove that team. Even like with players like Bill Barber and things like that. On yeah, that. oh, like that's. Uh, I'm telling you, when I think of the, the Stanley Cup teams, it's Bobby Clark. Right. Then it's Bill Barber, it's Bernie Perron. Do you think maybe that one photograph has something to do with it? Maybe that one photograph. Maybe it's just the fact that the Stanley Cup is in between those two. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. So, But no, Clarkie is the Flyers. Bernie Pront. I'm not saying Bernie Pront shouldn't be in the top ten. I just think Clark should be above him. Because that's, to me, an icon is when you think of it, that's the first thing you think of. I agree with you. Moving so. on, uh, number three, Mike Schmidt. Michael Jack. It's probably exactly where I would have him if I was making really? this list. Yes. But Carlton would be number four. Uh, honestly, I'd probably have Michael Jack number one on mine. Really? Yeah. Awesome. Dude, I remember having the Michael Jack batting glove, the Michael oh, Jack yeah. helmet. Is it because it's a subjective thing because you're a Philly fan and this is, you know. That's you know, when he Michael played. Jack is the man. He was the, the man. MVP all the time. Yeah, when he started All-Star playing is when we like, really started watching baseball. Like it was a second, third year. Now we're seven years old, and we just got to watch him play all right. the time. Right, right. But for us, Mike Schmidt is yeah. He's his five hundred home run. We were in high school. That's that's Phillies. Yeah, that's the pinstripes right there. You know, you're hitting his five hundred yeah. in Pittsburgh with the stand with the crazy yeah. run the first. I'll never forget that. Number two, Reggie White. See, I wouldn't have him halfway as high as this. No, as far as I'm concerned, he defected out of here <laughs> and went to be a, a Green Bay Packer. You know what, Derek? You're right. I agree on that. I agree on that. But he left because he wanted to go win something. I agree with you. And this is and the, that's fine. And he left when Norman Brayman owned the team. He and he knew team. Norman Brayman wasn't going to make a winner in this town. And he always said that if Jeffrey Lurie owned the team, he would still be here. He would retire as an Eagle. Um, Kyle, yeah, when I think of the Eagles, I don't think Reggie White. Reggie White at all, yeah. No. He's not the first one to pop in my head. Who, who's the first one that pops in your head? Probably Wilbert Montgomery. Okay, okay. But for an Eagle, like for me, I think an Eagle – their span is uh, an eagle span. <laughs> Wing span. Horrible. But, uh, that is awful. You're only playing for such a short period of time. It's hard to really make a mark on the team. So you're taking you're taking a mark because they went to the uh, Super Bowl in 80, yeah. in 81, whatever. And, you know, Wilton Montgomery was one of the ones that got him there. So I can see that. Yeah, and Jaws. And Jaws. I can so, totally And that's see that. Jaws is still in the area. We still see Jaws all the time. Right. So Jaws is probably the best known eagle. Right. Well, they're not the best known Eagle. You got a good point there. I like that. I like their. But yeah, Reggie White would not be in my top ten. I totally agree with you. Let alone number two. Yeah, Chuck Bednarik would be. 
Chuck Bednarik would be over top of Reggie White, hands down. I agree with you. Just for the hit alone. I agree with <laughs> yeah. you. And there's nothing against Reggie White. I no. just feel that he had his best years outside of an Eagles uniform, even though maybe individual performances were terrific as an Eagle, and he was the leader of one of the best defense of all time. Yes, yes he was. He went somewhere else and won a world championship. Yes. And as far as I'm concerned, he's a Packer. Like, that That defense was sick. Incredible. Incredible. Unbelievable. Bud Ryan. Um, number one, Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah. Think about it, though. Is a really strong argument for what this guy did for Philadelphia sports. For his career, his career, he averaged 30 points and 23 rebounds a game. Ben Wallace, arguably the NBA's, NBA's current best rebounder, averages 12.2. Right. So he averages twice as amount as that. At a different time. In 1961, Wilt averaged 50.4 points a game. My absolute fa- favorite stat of all time has to be Wilt being the only player in NBA history achieving the double-triple-double by having 22 points, 25 rebounds, 21 assists. Also keep in mind that Wilt played during an era when blocks and steals weren't even recorded. That's one year he did lead the league in That's assists. the double-triple-double. 22 points, 25 rebounds, 21 assists. That's sick. To me, he's a Laker, though. Do you really think yeah. so? Watching him play against uh, the Celtics all the time. When I think of Philadelphia sports, is he number one? No. No, man. It's, no, maybe he's a younger man's him? game now. Well, what he has on him, though, is he played at Overbrook. Yes, or, he's a Philly boy. Yeah, he's he's a Philly boy. No, there's no doubt about through, it. Yeah, he played with Sonny Hill. Yes. Everything like that. He is Philly. But when I think of him as a pro, I think of the Lakers. Of all I agree the, with you. Going through the championships, stuff like that, trying to beat Boston. His 100 points were with Philly, though. Right. They were with the Warriors. Okay, but, uh, so I think what we're going to do now is make our top tens. On the honorable mention, did they even did he have Iverson on there? No. He doesn't have Iverson as an honorable mention or in the top ten. No. Iverson's easy top five, if not top six. I I agree with that's, you. That's, I don't know. He's, no he's on my list. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. But let's um let's make our list and then we'll come back and read them off. Ooh. Okay, well, our top tens. Davey, you fire off your number 10 first. Mr. Maurice Cheeks. Ooh, nice work. All right. That was When I think of the Sixers winning the championship, I think of him dunking the ball once and only once ever, and that was during the Lakers when he came flying down. Two seconds left. They already have the game, and he put it in Good the job. hoop, man. Good job. Iman, you're number 10. Chuck Begnera. There you go. There you go. He belongs on the list. Because the hit. Because of the I hit. I love the hit. It just, this is what football's all about. Knocked him out cold. And stood above him. Come on. Good job. Stood man. above him and just looked at him like, yeah, that's my whole job, <laughs> mother effer. That's right. My whole job is to put you on the ground. Whoa. You're getting all pumped getting up. All hey, you know me in football. There. I yeah. get crazy. Didn't he just say, I never saw Chuck Benaric play? I don't know if he belongs on the list. Now he's on. No, I think Dave said that. I didn't say I that. I said that. Okay. Uh, my number 10 is Allen Iverson, AI. Ooh. For me, over the past, geez, almost 10 years now, this guy has been all Philadelphia 76ers, even more than that. So, for me, it's AI. I always remember him as a tough competitor who wanted to win desperately. Go for it, Dave. Number nine. Bernie Perrant. There you go. There you go. The reason why the Flyers won Stanley Cup. Back to back. 
You money? You know, mine's Bernie Perron as well because wow. of because oh. of the uh, the list. I, you know, I didn't realize. Yeah, you shook it up a little bit, didn't you? Shook it up, man. So I had to, I had to put him on there. Hey, if he had some great points. Gary is his name. Gary Kyle. Kyle had some great points on on Barry. I agree. I, mean, I agree. So I had to put him on there. It's his opinion, but he definitely put Bernie Perron back in my brain a little bit. No doubt. Uh, my number nine is Chucky B. Chuck Bednarik. He won along with others, some other really good players. A championship for a Philadelphia for a Philadelphia football franchise for the Eagles, and for that reason alone, he belongs on this list. Dave, your number eight, please. Donovan McNabb. Oh, right. Oh, right. Ah. He came in here. People hated him. Proved him wrong. Took him to the Super Bowl. We didn't have him last year. We had McMahon of all time. He belongs not on this I think list he's an of icon. all time. Right now, yes, of all time. Hey, T man, you had your current. You have your current. You got Al, You got AI. I understand. Oh, I have AI. Oh, okay. So I don't know what's going on. There. Oh. I don't know about all time for Donovan McNabb. Imani, your number eight. My number eight is Allen Iverson. Good job. He belongs on the list. He's a he's a he's a Hall of Famer. And I'm going to guess that he's on Dave's list as well. That he is. Okay, my number eight is Ron Jaworski. He makes me think about the Philadelphia Eagles. If you're talking icons, right? Exactly. Even though he. Not had a little one. mental mistake in the Super Bowl. <laughs> one or two or three interceptions. Uh, we're going to forgive we're him for that. But, about but he still represents the Eagles in, on ESPN all the time. He's, you know, whenever anybody says anything about him, they say Jaws sticks up for the birds. And he, he's the reason me, we have arena football. Not that arena football is anything, but. No, but he, and he really w- works hard in the community as well. Yes. He does the. Um, the Maxwell Club, he's president of the Maxwell Club and all that other fun stuff. Go so. buy a car here. <laughs> Good for him. Good for Jaws. Ron Jaworski, number eight for me. All Dave, right. you're number seven, please. Charles Barkley. All right. All no right. need to say much. We already talked about him. Absolutely. Right. Imani, you're number seven? Pete Rose. There you go. Ooh, there you Rose. go. The reason why he's uh, below the top five is because they brought him in to win. The, that's all right. right. They brought him in to win. We needed him, and he did his job, and that's great. He should yeah. be. He belongs in the list. Dude. But one he's out, number seven, but he's not five. One out in the World Series. The Phillies are about to clinch, and Bob Boone drops that ball. Who's there to pick it up? Petey. Petey Rose. It was, it was a terrific play, and that's one play I'll always remember. Yes. Uh, my number seven, Charles Barkley. No need to say anything else. Davey, you and I agree with him yes. at number seven. Let me get your number six, Dave. Jaws. There you go. Got to have him on the list. got to have him on the list. Got to have Jaws. He's a Definitely icon. Eagle. E-Money, your number six, please. Jaws. Oh, yeah, there we go. There you go. Jaws is making a nice Big appearance. shout-out to Ron Jaworski. Big shout-out to Ron Jaworski. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. He deserves it. I agree with you. All the, all the, the poop he's taken in this town <laughs> right. through his career and beyond, he still comes back with and you rolling know, with the punches. And he does associate himself with the Eagles, which isn't an easy thing. I mean, no. lately, He loves the Eagles. Yeah, but lately it's been an easy thing, but – Back in the day, that was a tough team to like, especially when you're on a national stage like he was. I agree. My number six is Bobby Clark. Okay. Yeah. I, All right. Good. I'm surprised you're not even a hockey fan. <laughs> no, I'm not. But, you know, championships are championships. True. True. So, well, and it goes beyond that. Plus, I it goes also, beyond what you see every day. I agree with you. And I also think that this guy, nobody works harder to bring talent and a world championship to this city than Bobby Clark. True. Dave, you're number five. Lefty. There you go. It's very important that Steve Carlton is on all of your lists. Oh, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Multiple Cy Young Award winner, Hall of Famer. 
just an insane, insane, insane. player. Dude, they needed a win. Lefty would get it and for him. And you know what is also true is I don't think we appreciate him as much as he should have gotten appreciated in this town. Only because the Phillies were losing so many games. That was also because he was uh, withdrawn. He never talked to the, yeah. the media. You really didn't get to know Steve Carlton, the person. You knew Steve Carlton, the pitcher, every fifth day or whatever, every fourth day then. Right. Uh, E-Money, let me get I please get your number five. Dr. J. Ooh. The, the doc, doctor. The, the, the doctor is in. The doctor is in. I love what, you know, I love his whole aspect with the game. The dunks, the tomahawk dunks. I love that. He was the From Michael the Jordan. Foul line. He was Michael yep. Jordan. So, uh, got to be on my list. And he's, he started my top five, my bottom five, my there bottom go. five. The good five. The good five. Uh, the start of my good five is Pete Rose. For everything that we said earlier and beyond. Even. We saw the greatest, the hits leader, the greatest hitter in baseball history come through this town. And he's got a World Series ring with the Phillies emblazoned on it. That is the truth. Pete Rose is my number five. Dave, let me get your number four. AI. Wow. Got it all the way up there. Look at you. Explain yourself why he's so high. Wow. As bad as the team's been for the last 13 years, he's always been the best thing on that team. When we went to the championship, it was because of the him. Guy's just an incredible player. There's no doubt, about it. Totally heart. No doubt about it. I totally agree. Love watching the guy. He has a lot of off-the-court uh, off problems, but I have no problem with that. I think he's an incredible player, and he's one of the guys, if he did get traded, I would still root for him to win a championship. I would as well. I agree I, with you. I would as Me well. Me too. Me too. Uh, E-Money, let's move on to your number four. Bobby Clark. There you number go. Four. Flyers. Because he, he, he's, you know, he's won two cups with him, but – more so because of what he's done with the team, like we discussed earlier earlier in the podcast. I think he's just he he's a, he's the icon of the Flyers. Yes, and that is, I mean, that's all you got to say. Okay, that's the truth. Okay, my number four on that same little on ice note is Bernie Perrant. Ooh, you really got swayed by the. I really did, and I really think that the Flyers don't win those championships without him. If Understandable. He, he's that good. He really was that he good. He was that good. He was awesome. And he still walks around town all the time. And people get out of the way for him, man. Yeah, he, hey, he just got a nice hair replacement, too. I see him God online about him. that. God bless him. <laughs> good for you, Bernie. Uh, Dave, can I get you number three? Bobby Clark. No. Stanley Cups. Yeah. That's about it. Clarky okay. is the Flyers. E-Money, number three for yourself? Uh, Steve Carlton. And I'm going to... CCU on that, E-Money. Steve Carlton is my number three. CCU on that. Get it? <laughs> Steve Carlton is, when you when you look at his records and you look at his just pure statistics, I wish I could watch him play over and over again. Dave, you're number two, please. The Doc. Oh! I remember when Jordan came in as a rookie, we went down to the game, me, Danny, my mom, Next thing you know, a little breakaway. Jordan came back on defense, stood back, and there comes a doc with the little cradle and the dunk right over top of him. Incredible player. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, money, you're number two. My number two is Mike Schmidt. Ooh. All right, he's not number not my number one. You guys each have him for your number one. Yeah, so. we do. Yeah, we do. I'm sure you, after the ooze. But, I mean, I wanted to take him for my number one, but I I, I – I love him. He should be. He should be my number one, but he's not because I picked somebody else just for recognition's sake. Okay. okay. Just for recognition's sake. And you know, 
Okay, that's what okay. We're my about. all right. Uh, my number two was it changes. Uh, my number two is also Doctor J. When I think of Philly sports, I think of two guys, and they're on the top of this yep. list. And Doctor J is number two. Dave, number one. Of course, Michael Jack. Michael Jack. And I'm going to take um, the next spot in money because I also have Michael Jack Schmidt as my number one. When he hit his 500th homer, when he's bouncing the ball off the turf, when he's coming out with his Ramona Africa wig. <laughs> when he when they won the championship. When the championships game. And the guy saw, in, and even right? his press conference when he cries like a baby. Yeah. The guy was Philadelphia Phillies. True and true, Hall of Famer, stud, gold gloves, MVPs, World Series MVPs, home run champs, my man. The I just I love watching I love watching old film of Mike Schmidt. Imani, give us your number one. Well, uh, how about Rocky? I'm just kidding, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding dude. <laughs> That's a good one. You didn't even laugh. I didn't think it was funny. Oh, well, then it wasn't, really wasn't that good one then. Oh, you're right. Then it wasn't a good one. No, but um, Martin Truex Jr. Oh, great. I want to go with Andy Belmont. Andy Belmont is your number one sports icon in Philadelphia? No, I wanted to go Whitey Ashburn. Okay. Because he one of the Wiz kids, He they, they won the pennant that year, and he also was, for me... Growing up, he was a sportscaster, and I loved his insight. I loved his banter with Harry Callis, which is my favorite of all time. So I really wanted to put him on there as my number one for sentimental value. Right. Right on. So Richie one. Ashburn. Yes, Richie well, that's Ashburn. That's terrific. That's what I was kind of going back and forth. I was going to put Harry uh, Callis as my number 10 because you hear his voice, you think Philadelphia sure, Phillies baseball. Yeah, sure, sure. He does football games when we watch NFL films. Oh, yeah. And oh you're yeah, like, well, that's he's, baseball, right? He's, on, right. Here, he's on here, but I can, he's not a he wasn't a player first. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's my number yeah. one. Just I wrote it, but it's Richie Asper. Right. It was like it right. was. I was like, you know, I'm like, but I can't say Harry because this is not what we're talking about. No, we're not. We're talking. Well, we're talking about Philadelphia sports icons. Sports icons. So Harry Callis is is a Philadelphia sports icon, but I would say that Merrill Reese even ranks up there. Gene Hart. Yeah, yeah Gene. I would even say G- Gene put Gene Hart, Hart in that class, and I would even put um. Uh, what's his name? The guy who did the Sixers games, who Charles Barkley, Barkley. Andrew Tony, yeah, and his name <laughs> Julius <laughs> Doctor J Irving. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I never heard of the guy no, before. David Zink or David Zinkoff, Malone for two. He had them all. He was great. Dave Zinkoff. Yeah, he did a great game. So I would put all those announcers like in the same. But that's yeah, because boat. that is that's what you feel, right? That's a lot of people totally. when you watch the Flyers. It's Lou Nolan. He does when you are at the game for the Flyers. He's there. Yeah. Oh, okay. So a lot of people put like Lou Nolan there. Right but on. I think Harry Callis is just head and shoulders. He's, oh, he's, oh, Harry Callis is unbelievable. He's my favorite. It's going to be a sad, sad day when we're not going to be able to listen to him on. I will and it's going to be soon. I, if, if it's public, I will walk to it and look at his. No, no, I'm cast. not saying when he dies. I'm saying when he retires. <laughs> Come on. Okay. He's, a, he's already making plans. We have our we have our top tens. We're going to put them in the forums, and anybody can feel free to uh, add put their them in a time tens. capsule. Feel free to comment on this sportscast, and we will see you next week. Any Rock parting on. shots, guys? Ooh, let's go, fly boys! Phillies are starting up soon. Flyers are going to have to take over. They're going to have to start playing good because if not, people are going to forget about them. Get right into baseball, and next lose week, the second round. Next week we'll be having our pre St. Patrick's Day. Sportscast. Oh, we'll get the weekend started off right. So, 
That's it. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Right on.